Good evening, everyone. It's Odette Rishti here. Um, we're in January 2020 now. And um, we're a bunch of months into me starting this show about dating, giving clarity for dating, leading towards uh, the success of finding the right one and getting down the aisle. When the goal of talking about dating is not to find a guy or find a girl, you know, and just have someone to know um, that you spend time with. This is talking about a focused dating um, to build a bite in Amman Israel. It's a serious goal. It's a holy goal. Um, it is one that um, we model towards the midot that we learn from the holy Torah and our avot and imahot and the holy people that we try to emulate and of course emulating the ways of Hashem and the midot of Hashem the best that we possibly can learn from the capabilities that he gave us from the day we were born. Um, when we talk about, um, you know, tonight's topic, it's hard to know who said anything was a guarantee, what I might really be talking about. And I try to um, mask those titles to get your your um, interest and wonderment about, you know, what is she going to talk about tonight? So um, this week was a hectic week for matchmaking. It was a hectic me- week as a matchmaker, um, and it was... I can't say hectic negative. It's it's all with a positive connotation. If there's movement in the world of matchmaking for me and my phone is ringing and people need me, that's a happy mode for me. That's not stressful for me. That's like, oh, hey, I have a purpose and Hashem sees me as a vehicle to help um, him guide a shiduch down here. And um, I like being a good shaliach. And I work hard and pray that it always is when I am a connector for dating, connecting dates, being a mediator or or helping someone figure things out um, on their own while they're dating. Like, I'm not talking to the guy and the girl. Maybe I'm just guiding the girl and I don't even know the other side. These things that... I do believe me, I take it very seriously. I feel a heavy responsibility on my shoulders when someone asks me a question and I work hard to think, am I saying it right? Am I guiding properly? Um, I'm good at um, knowing when a question is not for me to respond to and I'm not good with answering something I'm not familiar with or not comfortable answering where I don't think that the answer is for for my level knowledge. I turn it over to the singles to ask their parents or a rabbi or their rabbitin or their mentor, whatever. I don't take on full responsibility of people's dating, but a lot does come my way um, based on the shows that I've given, based on people knowing me for a long time. And um, I always make sure that they're comfortable, that their parents are comfortable, that their rabbis are comfortable with the 
talking them talking to me and me guiding them you know i don't assume that i'm i should be the final word in any case um who said anything was a guarantee what am i talking about you know we were born and we believe that there's a a pot to every cover um a cover to every pot and um we we believe that Hashem created someone just for us, specifically for us. So what's the search all about? The search is the same as any other difficult trial that we go through. If the search isn't easy and it's becoming troublesome and it's becoming stressful, then that stress and that worry and that um concern and that um trial and tribulation that we feel we're going through because we can't find the right one and it's proving to be a little um a little more than a search a little more than you know um when it becomes like that then i feel like that's when hashem is is uh tweaking us to become a better person and watching exactly how we're going to act and how we're going to react. And then we're going to, based on how we act and react and how we grow from the struggle is how we end up gaining all the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, which is in this case, a spouse. But, you know, there's a lot of things along the way that singles need. They want a happy home life, a good job, um, fun vacations with their friends. All of it is a pot of gold to end of the rainbow. Health, um, you know, all those things, that happy community life, being comfortable with themselves, having a positive outlook, all the things. We need all the things. So what's a guarantee to the pot cover that we're searching for? The guarantee is the growth, the inner growth that we sprout through the trial, through the difficulty. Who do we become in the difficulty? And I've seen so many different people go through so many different things and work hard to to uncover the truth that Hashem wants them to discover so that they could grow and and become a better person through it. Even if they're a person isn't so religious, when they feel they've been through something, they feel they've grown. They feel they've learned a life lesson. And those are the people out there in the world that may not be Jewish. They may be Jewish. They're not so religious in the Torah way. And yet, when they go through something difficult, they come out feeling like they're a new person. And you hear people say it all the time. Why do they say that? It's because there's a life lesson learned and they come out a different person. So my message today is that nothing is a guarantee. There, you're right. We, we want a lot of things, health, happiness, success. And, and, and we want never to be alone. We want a spouse and we want someone... That spouse, the goal is not just to find a spouse, but a spouse that's going to make us happy and a spouse that we want 
inside, when we look at them, we want to make them happy. So what's the guarantee? The guarantee is that there is no guarantee that there's a stress there and there's a concern and there's something in front of you where you're saying, oh, how am I going to do this? Hashem, I want, I want to be married. That's what you want me to do. That's what we do. We, we get married. We have children. We build our own little Beit HaMikdash, a holy place where we grow and when we have guests and we build a home and we teach proper things and we do holy things where we pray, where we rest, where we, whatever we do here. And within that home, we, we need to find the right person. And you're asking Hashem, help me find the right person so I could do that tiny Beit HaMikdash of my own. And, and that's a holy endeavor. But there's so many avenues to take as we 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Are we growing towards Hashem? I remember when I was 16, 15 years old and I wanted to become Shomer Shabbat. And I remember my mother was very hesitant about it and didn't understand those things. She thought we were religious people. Shabbat, you know, Kiddush, whatever, the food, for sure. But the lights, not turning on the lights, turning off the refrigerator light. She was so uncomfortable with it. And I said I wanted to keep Shabbat. She was very, very anti what I was about to do. And I was getting a feel telling her, and she she didn't make me comfortable with it. And then I went to my father, and I told my father. And he said to me, well, Odette, you know, I don't do those things. I don't keep Shabbat. I didn't grow up that way, but we did grow up as Jews, and that's what Jews do. So if you were to choose to keep Shabbat, it's certainly the right thing to do. And from there, that day forward, with that message, even from a father who at the time didn't keep Shabbat, I decided that was the words I needed to say, okay, I have permission, even though my mother wasn't happy about it, my father spirited my growth and I've been doing that since I'm 16 years old for many years on my own and pushing towards a goal and the goal is continuously to get closer and closer and closer to Hashem and find new truths and add new mitzvot that I can find um, and do things that I haven't done yet, things that I didn't know about, things that I just keep learning and um, and growing and growing my family and having more of an awareness of Hashem and trying to get closer and do the right thing daily in my life. Um, that growth that I did then spirited me to look for a certain type of guy who would grow with me. And I had a vision that my husband would be a guy who would also keep Shabbat. And in those days, 30 years ago, it was over 30 years ago, not everybody was keeping Shabbat the way you see the community looks today. Shabbat was very quiet during the day. There was five or ten men learning Torah with Chacham Baruch upstairs, inside, somewhere. I remember my mother taking me to go see him because I had a bad dream and she wanted a beracha. We walking up to Sharetzion, there was no cars outside in the morning. It was very different today than today. So 
I, I looked for a guy that would understand that future growth was inevitable within me and that I wanted him to do that with me. And I married a guy that um, didn't know how to pray, who today doesn't miss a day in shul and prays every day and, and is never late. And, you know, um, Baruch Hashem, he agreed to keep Shabbat and all the other things I had a list that we had to do before we opened our own apartment doors. And he agreed to me, although he knew it would be hard because he'd never done it before. And I'd been doing it since I was 16 and I was 20 at the time. So um, I know you like to hear those Shiduch stories. And maybe one day I'll tell you guys how Elliot and I met. But for now, just to show you that I had a vision. And the vision was always to get closer to Hashem. And that always getting closer to Hashem has always opened doors for me. So it doesn't matter what level you're on. And even if you feel like mentally you feel you're far away from whatever I'm talking about, it's okay. Taking steps closer could be just the the few things in your mind that you know you can do. You're close and warm to doing that you've been thinking about for a while. Hashem wants us to get closer to him in order to ensure that goal that you're looking for gets more secure, more of a guarantee. There's no guarantees that if we become religious, we're going to get what we want. But there's a guarantee that if we get closer to Hashem and take more steps closer to Him, that things, the beracha that you're looking for will unlock and unleash. The beracha comes to you when you're standing in the right place doing the right thing. And inshallah, everybody feels that their life is happy and healthy and good, and it should stay that way. Getting closer to Hashem only brings more beracha and more simcha. We know a lot of people, sure, that are very close to Hashem and looks like from the outside that they don't have simcha, that they have stress and troubles and things like that. But imagine what they would be if they weren't close to Hashem and they had those troubles. The gift is to be close to Hashem and to be walking a path as close as possible to Torah mitzvot. You can, that you understand that you can. And this week, um, there's a singles event um, in the Syrian community happening and Rabbi Mansour is going to be speaking. And I was very involved the last two days um, when I heard that, you know, a hundred singles signed up and they had room for 50 more, I wanted to, you know, when they first announced the event, it was Hanukkah for me and my store, it's all a gift, it was very busy and I couldn't get involved with recruiting singles and letting them know about it. And I do have a lot of avenues, um, with a lot of, um, followers, but I, I didn't have a lot of time to get into it. So now that it's two days before, I really got very into it and um, started WhatsApping um, on my WhatsApp status, announcing a little more information about the event. And then I did that on Instagram and I went live on my Instagram and spoke about it today a little bit. And maybe I'll do it again later. Add it's all a gift on Instagram. If you follow sometimes on Insta stories, I do talk about dating and um, people can ask me questions there. But um, I got very involved the last two days and 
a lot of singles signed up based on the fact that they had a conversation with me, understood more about the event and what was going to happen there. And really, I felt like there is no loss. There is no guarantee. If you go to the event, there is no guarantee. No. But there is no loss either. Sure, you walked into a singles event and it's hard to do. But there is no loss. And every event that I've ever done, which I've done many a few years back, um, every event I had had one match, one wedding come out of it, at least one. So um, one that we can clock and many more connections had been made at the event. So this is a very valuable tool to actually seeing people that you may want to date and you'll get to see them in action. You see them in a room, you'll see them and you could decide there, speak to a matchmaker and say, I like that girl over there. What's her name? Get a little more details. Could I go out with her? Could you set me up with her after? Those things can happen at an event. And the matchmakers also get to see you in a different light, better than just a page on a resume. Some matchmaker might know you, but the other matchmakers that are going to be there won't know you. And they might think of someone right there on the spot. These things have happened. Now, it's a tight little event. The matchmakers are overseeing that, you know, the right ages are there and the right religious levels are there who signed up. And if not enough of the same types are there, we're making sure that they bring in those types. Um, But it's going to be a gorgeous event where singles feel respected before, during, and after. It's not an easy thing to put together. I've spoken about singles events before. If you want to go back and look at another one of my show titles. Um, I've spoken about them before. I know singles don't love going, but they are, especially in our community, you know who's going. It's people we know, and um, it's people the matchmakers will know if you don't, and so you could get a better feel, but it's a great night with the rabbi speaking and some fun and games that's going to happen, some interactive games. Um, People, parents, singles always ask us to do these things. We're doing it. And it's not an easy event to put together. So it's great if you show up and do your hishtadlut. And that's what I've been talking about to singles. And parents called me also asking me, should my kids go? Of course they should go. Because when we don't have them, people ask why we're not doing it. When we do it, they're like, should I go? Of course you should go. Of course you should go. And Hashem should send you the beracha and the guarantee and the key to what you're looking for based on the hishtad loot that you're doing. That even though it's hard for you because you're coming out of your comfort zone and it is hard for you, Hashem sees it and he understands and he starts to spirit out, whisk out all the the beracha that you're looking for. That's how I feel about these things and I've seen it happen. I've seen singles who come out of their comfort zone and really try something that they're hesitant about or a date that they're hesitant about. And these things really do happen where Hashem just wants to see us tap into our emotion a little, go a little further, a little, take a step more. Even if it's a baby step, get yourself comfortable, you know, a little out of that zone that you're in. A little, it doesn't have to be a big step. I feel like... Singles feel that they're doing hishtadlu. And at the same time, it's not, I've talked about it before, it's not digging deep. It's not the real hishtadlut that that comes really from the pit of your stomach. Like you really want to try 
Like you really feel like, okay, this hurts, but I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to do it. That's the kind of hishtadlut you got to do. Whether it's reaching out to a matchmaker, talking to your rabbi, taking a date from someone that keeps calling and asking, um, trying something new, not being particular about a certain thing, let's say height or, um, I don't know, you know, someone told me she needed a professional. At 40-something years old, she's like, yeah, but he's not a professional. Like, yeah, but he makes a lot of money. He doesn't work in an office, but he's going to be very comfortable for you. Like, you won't have to work a day in your life. No, 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 I want to marry a professional. I don't know if at 40 that's okay, you know. I I didn't tell her, but, you know, she could ask her rabbi if she wants. But I don't know if you could be a stickler for being a professional when you 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 want to get married and have children and and those things are at stake later and later and later because i i gave up this kind of perfection before and that kind of perfection before and i've always said i want a professional so i'm going to hold out until i get a professional maybe give up on that and maybe that guy that's for you that will make you ultimately happy or girl that's for you that will make you ultimately happy maybe that girl is a blonde and you wanted a brunette maybe that Maybe she's in the brunette category. Maybe she's in the blonde category. And you're not dating none of the blondes. I had a guy who um, was sent to me many, many, many years ago. He had lost his wife. And someone sent me him. And he wasn't Syrian. And they told me, you know, this guy lost his wife. And he has children. And he, he won't go out with anybody divorced. He only wants someone who also lost a spouse. Or was never married. And he wants someone that understands his, you know, what he's been through. And um, I said, I understand. Okay. So now I met him. And as he describes the type of person he's looking for. Um, doing the interview. He tells me I want a girl like this or that. I'm like this. I'm like that. I need the girl to be like this. and like that. So I said to him, you know, as you're describing... I'm thinking of one girl. There's one girl that comes straight to my mind that sounds perfect for you. But um, the person who sent you to me told me you didn't want to go out with divorced and she's divorced. He said, oh, yeah, but that was true. I only wanted to go out with a widow. But I will. Um, I figured I went out with all the, the widows already. So now I have to try the divorcees. So he said yes. So now I called the girl who was divorced and I told her and she usually always went into looking into everybody and took a long time getting back to me. And I said to her, you know, I have a guy for you. She was Sephardic and he was Ashkenaz. And I said, um, I have a guy for you, but he had lost his wife and, um, you know, wanted to tell you about him. So she says to me, okay. I said, what's his, she said, what's his name? So I said his name and she said, Oh my gosh, this guy has been suggested to me so many times and he said he would not date a divorcee. So I don't think he's going to say yes. I said, oh, well, he figured he went out with all the, the widows already. So he said yes. I was just like, oh, I won't even check him out. I know I always look into people a long time. I won't even check him out. If he said yes to me, I'll go. And today they are married. So, you know, he had in his mind that... A widow would understand his kids. They went through the same thing. 
And he wasn't wrong. Of course, someone who has been through the same thing would understand what they've been through. But his mazal wasn't in the category of people who lost their spouse. The mind click that he had with this girl, she was in the category of being a divorcee. The person he wanted to spend the rest of his life with, with the qualities that she had and the look that she had and the, the match that they were, had nothing to do with whether she was divorced or married once with uh, children and now a widow. Um, you know, it's it had nothing to do with it. What clicked was that they mentally clicked, the personalities clicked, the their personas clicked, and that's how they ended up. So let's not get stuck on a little detail that you think you need. Hashem decided who's for you. And really, after 23 years of doing this, all that matters is mental click, kindness, respect, the two of you enjoying the dates, having a great time, and still wanting to see each other again and again. I'm going to make it short tonight because I have a little bit of a cold, and um, I feel like I've exhausted the title, but the guarantee is within you. The only guarantee we have is the ability to sprout and the ability to grow. And the guarantee we have is that Hashem will welcome us to get closer and closer to Him and never close a door on us. That's the guarantee. The gates to get closer to Hashem and figure this out and and figure out our lives are never closed. That's the guarantee. And from that, comes all the beracha in the world. The Torah tells us the more we do, the more beracha we have. So, have a great evening. I hope to hear amazing things come out from this event. Be'ezat Hashem. And I'm here for all the singles. It can reach me at It's All a Gift on Instagram. You can private message me anytime. And if you have my number, I welcome you. It's Odette Rishti, again, matchmaker in the Sephardic Syrian community. And I'm glad to give this advice to anyone who's listening. Hatzlacha, all the best.